It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hello, everyone. It is time for another NFL in London podcast. It is Wade McWayne and Ryan Call here today. Hello. It is one Uh, week. One week, baby. One week, and and then it all kicks off, and and another season of NFL, uh, the excitement. It's palpable. One week, and you know what? I started doing a bit of my uh, fantasy research this week. Been wow. hitting the podcast, but listening to uh, lots of stuff. I, I feel like I feel like honestly, since my children were born, I've been had two of my worst fantasy seasons ever. And well, I don't want know. to blame them completely. Well, I uh, I think for, it's fine. I think on a podcast, I think it's fine. Yeah, I'm not like they're. But they're a factor. Before. They're a factor. They should year. be involved in it. Um, they're a bit older now. I feel like I can get back into it. I feel I feel a stronger season coming in fantasy. And my yeah. my fatherhood, my my skills as a father may may drop. You can pass you can, you can pass on all your all your uh, much vaulted knowledge uh, to the children as well. Uh, uh, all the NFL, um, and and so I mean, you and I are sort of old school in a bit that we used to love the magazines. You know, yeah. when you go to like the the you know we're both from Canada, but we would go to like chapters or whatever, and you would get a stack of these like Lindy's. And they're all like seven dollars each. It was ridiculous, but you spend like hundred. Now they're like seventeen ninety nine. <laughs> oh god! But it's now, I mean, we didn't. I mean, the internet was a thing. We just didn't have it the way we did. Um. So now, but it, it's so much easier now to be able to go and and, and read about stuff. And it, the, also, the great thing is too is it is I, I don't know if you've done it. These mock drafts uh, on the NFL app, you can do a mock draft where yeah, we did just, one. Yeah, we did one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you can just yeah, play. Yeah, they're great. And you can you can play around with a ten person. The only problem I find though is I've had it done a few times. And I'm like, this is the team I want, and I know I'm not going to get that team. So you sort of you play around with a lot, and you go, damn, like that one team I did was so good. Um, yeah, it would be but, good to get. Uh, the only thing I said is that it should give you like instant, uh, or maybe there's ones that pay, gives you like instant uh, draft analysis. Like, here's what you did wrong. Here's where you messed up that would be really cool that's what friends that are for really that's what your friends yeah. are for to go you <laughs> yeah, suck because, what the you hell know, are you doing are i give you a d so supportive so supportive. um yeah i mean we don't have great. yeah they would ahead. be great it would be great if i just had they, they were like a plus and they'd be like hell yeah you feel good about yourself and got a's all on my mock tests just like how english say it you know i did my mock exams so your I'm mocks up. Got all A stars. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's someone who's created like some sort of algorithm or some uh, sort of app where you can input your uh, player list or your lineup. There's got to be yeah. someone who does it, and they give you a grade. If not, I will build it, and uh, it's always just going to be the same thing. You suck. Uh, your friend's going to beat you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So I mean, obviously, the big thing is too, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts about people who do their draft before the fifty-three man roster is exactly, and then you're like, "What?" But he was so good. Uh, I don't understand. Well, it's not even so much before the fifty-one. It's more like the last preseason game because the fifty-three aren't going to be that many people you drafted that you're going to depend on who get cut like Melvin Gordon. You're not going to be like, "Oh no, my team is in shambles." I lost Melvin Gordon. Well, in, I mean, right, took yeah, in the last round. W- when you look at it, I mean, um, particularly, you know, because a lot of teams now are are trying to, you know, trying to put the filler in for the, all the holes they've got. But you look at a lot of the guys that are, that were let go, and I'll go through some of the teams. I mean, Arizona, running back Corey Clement, he used to play what Philadelphia. Uh, Colt McCoy, 
Uh, Marlon Mack. I mean, back. if there's ever a team that's looking like they're just um, tanking, it's the Arizona Cardinals. Like, yeah. They're going with like Josh Dobbs, I think, who they just signed a couple weeks they ago. They just signed him from just Cleveland. Started. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like they, they've completely not. I guess they, there's no way if they think if they're like, oh, and six, something like that. There's no way they're getting Kyler back on that field. They're just going to shove him down. Just, just tank for Caleb. Slip mats in the. <laughs> Yeah, because I think they're going to do that, right? And it's going to be another one of those Arizona years where you thought mm-hmm. you had the guy, then you get the new guy. It's going to happen again. It's it's so weird that that the exact same situation and the exact same team is going to happen again. But like they say, there's no tanking, but and they're trading offensive linemen. Yeah, that that, that they could have depth. Like it's just going to be crazy out there. I mean, the <laughs> like, and it, yeah. And I mean, the Cardinals, too, it's not like they, they've been hot. I mean, they're more of a herpes flare than anything else. You know, like they come up once and it's like you get an inflammation, then they're gone. Um, it, it just but even seems... Caleb, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go, go, please. I was going to say, but even Caleb Williams has come out and said, um, like, he's going to wait and see to see who's the number one pick is if he plays again the next year. Yeah, right. Sure. So if it's Arizona and he's seen what's happened, he's like, yeah. Oh man, back to USC. Go this. <laughs> yeah. Back to USC for another year. See, yeah. you know, you got, you got the Raiders. Maybe he wants to go to Vegas, but he's making, again, this isn't the old college football where you can't make any money. He's actually making money. Yeah. There now. Right. Yeah. Off his name. So it's not to say he can go back and just say, I'll go back to college, have yeah. fun, getting paid, get his NIL deals and, one thing yeah, he likes right? about college girls, he keeps getting older, they stay the same age. That's what I mean. He's going to be <laughs> all the right, king all of the right, castle. Right. Like, like um, Matt Leiner did that years yeah. ago, but that was a mistake because he should have actually gone then. He went back yeah, to like, well, um, I mean, I think took he, like uh, ballroom dancing classes. Yeah, he, pe- he was one of those guys that peaked in, in college. You know, it's like, uh, you're not going to the NFL. Yeah, you peaked. Or he didn't take advantage of his way. Like, he was king of the world and then went back and wasn't as good. Yeah. The next year. I, I don't think that's going to happen with Caleb Williams. I don't think so. Um, no, I, I can't imagine. I think there'll be a lot of people be looking for him. Um, taking a look at some of the other cuts. Uh, Baltimore cut Melvin Gordon, as we had mentioned. Um, well, what a fall from grace. A couple of years Josh ago. Josh Johnson was, as well. A, the quarterback. He was a key component of one of my fantasy football championship years. He got me like yeah. 12 touchdowns. Did a great year. But yeah, how it just shows you how far that, how quickly that that running back window just closes on you. Yeah, I know. Bills cut Jordan Mims, running back who they had had. Eh. Uh, they didn't really Johnson. Do much any big surprises, really? Um, and a couple other, you know, uh, a couple other wide receivers get bounced around. I mean, um, you look at uh, Gary Jennings from Carolina, uh, Jig Lutton. Uh, the funny thing was too was it. Um, What's his name? Peterson cut had to cut his own son. Uh, this long yeah, snapper kid. I did. I did see that. I thought you. I thought you'd mention that. Yeah, no, it's, gonna be, it's, it's like, gonna be an awkward Thanksgiving, huh? He's gonna be like, yeah. oh, so dad, how's the? He's gonna yeah. be like his dad. He's gonna be how's work? Up in pure ca- cowboys outfit. His son's like, oh, hey, dad. Oh no, yeah. wait, Peterson. Sorry, Jacksonville. Uh, like pure Tennessee yeah. Titans outfit. Just yeah, like, no, oh, exactly. Hey, wearing that thing, just trolling his father all season. Um, Bears uh, made interest. They cut Alex Leatherwood, who they traded for, which is, you know, you yeah. trade for a guy, get rid of him. P.J. Walker, um, which he got bounced around quite a bit. Uh, and Nathan yeah. Peterman. Yeah, he was on yeah. the Bears and he's gone as well. Um, you know, going through, I think there's a lot of names that you start going through. It's like, oh, I know that person. I know like Trevor Simeon. I didn't realize he was on the Bengals roster. He's cut. Um, 
Yeah. Well, there's yeah, some the big... Bengals picked up Will Greer as their backup after that huge game he had in yeah. his last game where they're just like, go out there, kid, and play like it's high school. And he just yeah. went out to four touchdowns. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys cut game. him, so he might as well pick him up. And now he's got a job just because of that one great – it just shows sometimes the preseason. Sometimes he just something. takes it. Uh, the Broncos had Ben DiNucci. They cut him. Um, or, it's a great name still. It should be like a soprano character. Yeah. I mean, Where's Danucci? You wonder where he's going to end up. I mean, the other talk too was that whole idea that Jonathan Taylor was apparently going to end up on the on the Packers. Um, that they were the secret team. That was apparently. weird. Yeah. That was weird. I don't really but, get that. Yeah. And I mean, like, how are you going to afford all of that? You know, like, and. Well, and yeah. Unless you're trading Aaron Jones as part of the deal, right? Like, was it it's straight up Jonathan Taylor and maybe something else for Aaron Jones? But I, I just don't. I no, mean, that I would be great for the Packers. You get a younger, sure. better running back. But I just don't see how that would benefit Indianapolis at all. I think they were just, this is all, it was just all, Jim Irsay is like losing his mind. He's like Howard Hughes wearing the tissue boxes on his feet. Yeah. And he's just gone completely nuts in his uh, in his mansion. And uh, so he's just dangling carrots and getting people to call him just so because no one wants to talk to him anymore. So he's just like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, like there was I'm, one talk there was mentioned that he wanted um, for the Dolphins that asked for Jalen Waddle. Jalen right? Waddle, which is just crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's no way you would take Waddle with yeah. that. So it's just it just feels like the whole thing was just to show that he could be like, look, I tried to trade you. Well, it's also. Because, I mean, they were looking at Jake Funk and Jason Huntley as running backs, and it says they cut them, but I don't know if they picked them up again. I mean, you also look at the Colts. They had some of the guys they cut um, from their, you know, Brashad Perryman, Amari Rodgers, um, guys that you think are still, you know, uh, would have made a team somewhere, but apparently can't make a team somewhere. Um, Man, I think it's going to be a rough year for the Colts, Kenyon to be honest Drake with also, I, just I think don't... as well. I don't see who they really have that's going to make any – they have no receivers. Jonathan Taylor is starting on the pup list, so he's out for the first four mm-hmm. weeks. He, they, they, Even Michael Pittman is like their best, but we've been waiting for him to blow up for like every year. Yeah. And, and it's just like the offensive line's not as good. The defense is fine. It's it's just going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess done. And then Richardson's going to have some just absolute horror show games. Just oh, like yeah. Josh Allen did as a rookie. Like, there's going to be some ugly ones, but you just as a Colts fan, you kind of just hope he's at least like somewhat confident and you can maybe get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Because that would be awesome. Um, it is interesting because, you know, we, we talked about uh, New England Patriots. They essentially only have one quarterback now. They got rid of Malik Cunningham. They got rid of Trace McSorley. They got rid of Bailey Zapp. Um, also, and also... For broadcasters around the world, New England also cut Diego Fago. Or oh, hello. yeah, the name the name that no one wanted to say. I don't know if that's Diego Fago. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever it is, but uh, he's cut. Man, yeah. So they're putting all their faith in Mac Jones. They're gonna have to get someone. I well, you're gonna have to get getting, someone else because yeah. I could see them getting Colt McCoy, someone like that. That someone, feels like yeah. a Belichick move again. Well, they're putting all their faith again. We're gonna see with the Pats uh, this year. They're one of those weird teams you don't really know because I think considering what division they're in. Yeah. But, you know, they could have that defense rocking. But again, is Bella, is it also, is like Belichick getting old? Is he like, you know, Mitch McConnell <laughs> just pausing? Just at, staring. Uh, you going to run again? You going to run again? Yeah. So is, that, is he yeah, going to turn into that? Is he going to yeah. turn into that? Right. So um, um, it's, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, then the big one I think a lot of fans were upset about uh, the New York Giants cutting quarterback Tommy DeVito. Um, yeah. If any of a name was to stay um, in New York, Tommy DeVito. Yeah, DeV- be- Tommy DeVito is a great name. Yeah. Um, He's going to get work. Don't worry. The interesting thing and, and good thing for all the Irish fans out there is uh, the first time an Irishman has been playing in the NFL since 1985. Um, Dan Wheeler <laughs> from County Wicklow is uh, the punter for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, last time, and the the Browns have an Aussie punter. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah. It makes sense, right? Sure. You would think kick the ball like that. They can boom the ball, not just kick it. You think yeah. it might this could be like the beginning of every punter being like <laughs> like a, a Kiwi or an Aussie yeah. or something. Well, like we'll see. Ambition. I mean, guys, guys, it's it's difficult to learn it when you can practice it in college. I mean, the thing about this guy Dan Whelan is he's lived. There's no college punters getting drafted. Anyone could be a. You got a big leg. You can be a. Punter. If you're good, this guy he was he's he's born in Ireland, but he's lived in America for the past 13 years. So he's been going to college there. So it's not like they just. Picked oh no. Him up. Yeah, it's not like it's not <laughs> no, like no. he was a soccer player. They're like he's actually been in America for 13 years. He, he was born in Ireland. In the park. Yeah, no, he was uh, soccer, and then he got into kicking. So. Uh, but yeah, it's good. County Wicklow, Irish guy on the team. Uh, another reason to hate the Packers. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I love the Irish. I don't like the Packers. Um, let's talk about, uh, another big thing. Um, Washington, uh, the uh, general manager has basically said there is no way the Redskins name not happening. Not going to happen. Not on his watch. Um, which is interesting. Yeah, of course, he's not going to go back. <laughs> but like, yeah, what's the negative? Oh, sorry, one in the in the online poll. So we got to yeah, go back well, to the Redskins. You've got, uh, you know, you got these native groups that are pushing for it now. Uh, so it's all the native groups. Uh, they want it. Who? What? It, well, who's to say that? Yeah, well, <laughs> um, did you hear about this bar also in uh, Wisconsin? I did. I did. Hear that is going. To... You can say it, but you can say it. It's yeah. Actually... So anytime if Aaron Rodgers, so you've got to show up. Uh, you got to show up 15 minutes before the game. If Aaron Rodgers loses and the Jets lose, uh, your drinks are free. <laughs> but if they, you know, they win... it's a great, it's a great petty promotion. I love it. I love well, it. it's also it's funny. Yeah, it's funny and it's sad and it, but it's just like you know what. It's funny. I think, and sad. I think they're watching like the hard knocks of like the the. The rewriting of Aaron Rodgers, and, that, and they're watching it like that's not the guy we saw. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, he's being all like a family man and just hugging people out. But you know, that is that whole show, Hard Knocks, is just one Aaron Rodgers stroke fest. Oh, I've never yeah. seen anything like it. Yeah, it you is got to put a plastic week, on the couch. Every when you're gonna watch week, that one. Just, oh yeah, it's unbelievable. It's just, you, they they think that this was his show. Like they just gave it to him. Just like make a documentary about yourself. It's yeah. just going to be him in the darkness and just hearing him. Well, out. I mean, come on, NFL it's films and HBO knows to to sell him and to put him front and center. Um, you know, um, he's maybe he's, that's he, the way they're like. Listen, the only way we're going to do it is if you make it a fluff piece. Yeah, exactly. But, All about the fluff. Uh, the other thing is too that the, the you know you, you got two holdouts uh, that we're still looking at Chris Jones and Nick Bosa. Now, a lot of the brass at the Kansas City Chiefs are saying that they believe that Chris Jones will be ready for Week One against Detroit. Um, no, I don't think so. Which you're sort of like, Unless where I... are you getting this from? Um, like, no, we're yeah. hopeful he'll be ready for Week One against Detroit. I mean, it's a week of today. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's a Thursday night game, isn't it? So um, you're like, how the hell do you expect that to happen? 
No, I again. He's he's even said he's like you'll see me week eight. He's yeah. like I'll be there. I've I've got a lot of money. This is my last contract, probably. Yeah, this is last year because yeah. he's getting up there. Yeah. He's getting a bit older, so he knows sure. this is his last chance to really cash in, and he deserves it. So I think he's got two rings. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> he's like I'll wait. I'll let my body be healthy. That's actually kind of scary because then at least for Chiefs. You for people playing the Chiefs, you get a healthy Chris Jones uh, who's not been beaten up for yeah. pretty much a full season. Yeah, no way. Uh, it is scary. They've got Tommy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, there's Tony. He's also. Uh, I guess they thought he was going to miss a couple of weeks, but uh, looks like he's he's scheduled to play Week One. Uh, yeah, but Nick yeah. Nick Bosa. I mean, obviously the contractual issue, um, and you know they can't really trade him. You know, so well, you no, want he's. He's the reigning defensive player yeah. of the year. Like, so I, I feel I like wonder, he has he has all the leverage. He has all the leverage. You wonder what the hell they're doing with it. Like why why it's taking, um, you know, obviously before the before the season kicks off, um, the, the two teams that you know obviously a lot of people are sort of picking to almost meet in the Super Bowl. You sort of go get your crap together here, you know. Yeah, but those two teams are, need those two players oh, yeah. to be like you get. You need a Nick Bosa because again, you have Brock Purdy. There's no guarantee Brock Purdy's putting 30 a game, right? But mm-hmm. Nick Bosa could be the guy that keeps the team from putting up 30 with yeah. a few big sacks here on third downs. And so to me it's crazy. He's young. He's probably one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Just pay him. He's going to get it anyway. So if I'm San Francisco, I don't know what you think is going to change. Like, have you met the Bosa's? They're pretty hard-headed yeah. guys. Yeah, no. like, they don't they don't mess around. So just pay him. With Chris Jones, I think they're a little maybe just being like, listen, he's getting older. Let's just see if we can survive till week eight. He'll come yeah. back. We'll go see how it goes. If he falls out, we can pay him next year, maybe one year less. Or whatever, but I think they're they're willing to just. I think the Chiefs are confident enough that they're just like we can we can with we can weather the storm. It doesn't look good on them though. I mean, when you have that kind of issue that's sort of going, and you're like, okay, well, we're just going to willing to to wait and see what happens. Uh, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't send a good message to the rest of the locker room. It doesn't send a, re- a good message to anyone who wants to play in your team. It's like, oh, okay, so basically they're what they're just going to exhaust me and, and, and just sort of take me for as, you know, it, it just seems a bit of a use and abuse. Um, yes. Um, one of the things we were going to talk about um, is, uh, you know, we've been doing our, our sneak peeks of all the division and we made our way through the AFC this time. It's make our way to the NFC. So we thought we'd start with the stinkiest. Uh, well, it's not the stinkiest. Well, not it used really. to, it used to, it used to be a few years ago. It was the stinkiest. Uh, but this one has contenders in it as we're talking about the NFC East. Um, these teams have beaten the hell out of each other uh, over the years um, with Dallas, obviously taking a lot of the, the wins in this one. Um, four teams, or Ryan and I are going to rank them uh, fourth to first. Who do you think is going to be in fourth place this year, Ryan, in terms of... I am going to go with Washington. I'm going to put them fourth. I think... And there's not enough, again, no. Sam Howell had a great preseason. That's great. Um, I think it's, to me, it's just, there's too many questions. I think they have a really good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think they have um, a great offense. I think Sam Howell, they have no running back. They have Brian Robinson, you know, who was shot. He was the guy who was shot last year. Yeah. You know, he's he's great. He looks like a big guy, but he doesn't look like a guy that's going to blow you away in every single game, punish you, beat you down. Again, they do have McLaurin and and Dotson, who are really good receivers, but 
again, I, I think with Sam Howell, he's at least I've seen every other quarterback in the in the division, and I'm not willing to say that he's going to be able to out play any of those guys until I actually see him play because I haven't really seen him. So I'm not going to just be like, oh, Sam Howell's the next, you know, the next great quarterback because he's probably not. And again, you got Ron Rivera who's going into his, I think, third year on this job, and it, mm-hmm. it hasn't been great considering everyone thought, you know, bringing him in could stabilize the and just kind of they'll take that next step, but they've just kind of been around. Like they haven't been able to take that next step. So with Howell, I just, I need to see it first. So I'm putting him last. That's uh, that's yours. I actually have the Giants in last place and it's based on, I think a lot of the strength of schedule, man, they got a really tough schedule. Um, and the first five weeks look like five losses almost in a way. Um, I, I think it's, I don't know with the Daniel Jones, there was a nice surprise with them last year and Saquon, <laughs> Yeah, but if you look at Daniel the year before, there's a lot of mistakes. So I think this could be the year that it all comes back down on them. Um, you know, they've they've settled out a lot of their issues, but it's still a very tough division. And I think that their strength of schedule is going to put them in last place. So I have the Giants coming in last place in the NFC East. Coming in third, yeah. then, Ryan. I have the Giants, which I do agree with you. I do think there's going to be a drop-off. I don't think they're going to be – um, as good this year, and I'd pro- I don't think they'll probably even make the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. I could see. Um, I just think again, guys like Isaiah Hodgins who can't kind of came on. You know, I don't I don't know if he's going to be able to withstand that to the next year. If he's going to be this number one, they do have Waller, but we've seen him get injured yep. in the past. Like is like, as good as he is, he's been killing you. If you've had him on your team the last couple of years, um, in fantasy, he just hasn't been a guy who's been dependable. And and again, you, Daniel Jones is always going to be a question mark until you see him do it two years in a row. And I think yeah. at least with that, at least you have Dayball and you do have a bit more stability and a smart offensive coach. So I think if they're going to be able to keep big and or keep close in big games. But I think they just don't have the weapons for when it requires a shootout. And I think especially if Waller goes down, like this is another yeah. team who's going to be thrown into Ricky James and Ricky yeah. Bobby and whoever knows. Uh, whoever's on the waiver wire, they're going to be picking up guys. So they don't have a lot of depth. And I think any injury is going to kill this team. So yeah. I'm going Giants third. Yeah. And I think that's why I, I sort of pipped when I looked at the, the strength of schedule and I looked at the rosters. And that's why I had Washington a bit ahead of them. Um, I think there's also something to be said for the fact that Washington, the new ownership, is going to bring a bit of light to everything. You know, knowing that the toxicity is gone, knowing that you've got this kind of this this sort of ugh, bugaboo is finally out of there. Um, so I think that's going to help them. Yeah, you, you talk about the running game. Yeah, you got Brian Robinson. Antonio Gibson wasn't horrible. You know, Antonio Gibson is is not bad as a second. You got McLaurin. Uh, you got Dotson. You got Curtis Samuel. And Logan Thomas is a wide receiver, or sorry, as a tight end. You know, <clears throat> hasn't been that horrible. I think that <clears throat> they're almost like there's very little expectations for them. It's like you're not, you don't really expect much. So, and that's, you know, this is a team that, Thwarts people, you know, when they get close to the, the postseason, this Washington team is one of those ones you're like, oh, crap. You know, they just sort of, they get in. They used to do it to Tom Brady all the time. I, I just find them that they're going to be a bit of a, a stick in the mud, uh, but I think they're still better than New York. Moving in, uh, there's only two teams, first and second. Uh, who do you who do you have in second place? You know, Ryan? it's tough because I could see either team winning this. I, I, I agree with close. you on that one. Because I think, I think Dallas at least has... 
the offense to be able to keep up with anyone. Mm-hmm. And again, they have Micah Parsons on D, who yeah. could, if he takes another step, could, could be Defensive Player of the Year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, with Trayvon Diggs, like so. But I, I'm gonna go with Dallas second. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna be good. I think they'll probably lose the division by a game, be something like eleven and six. Um, but uh, I just don't, I just don't see it. Uh, them being able to take off Philly. I think like, I think Tony Pollard's going to be great. I think mm-hmm. no more Zeke. He's going to be, again, able able to just really... They got that hilarious, tiny little running back, um, Deuce yeah. uh, something. Like everybody, he's like 5'6". He's like Double so deuce. small. But he looked really good in preseason. Yeah. Like was shifty and everything. So hopefully you see a bit of him. Again, C.D. Lamb, you got Brandon Cooks they traded for. Mm-hmm. You got Dak, who is always going to have like the spotlight on him and every time he throws an interception it's gonna be on twitter a thousand times on yeah. Dak being Dak but the guy puts up numbers he puts up points he gets the ball moving no matter what so they're gonna be in every game they're in almost and you're gonna have the occasional you know Dak disaster but they're a good enough team to win I think 11 games so I'm gonna go with them second I, I agree with you in Dallas second I mean you look at it last year and I mean how well they were doing Dak obviously getting injured uh, missing part of the season and how that affected their game. You know, obviously it's going to be him staying healthy again this year, uh, you know, like any quarterback. But, you know, it's he is quite key in terms of moving this because the depth chart you know, with Dallas, you know, when they had the Danucci's last year, not so good. Again, I, I think like you, I think this could be either or, you know, like uh, Dallas is going to be feeling a little angry uh, of, of having Philly, you know, take them last year. But Philly's also made some good changes. I agree with you that Dallas will probably come out second only based on the fact that they just have so much talent across Philadelphia. From Jalen Hurts' running ability, they still have those wide receivers. They're still going to score on you, and that defense is still powerful. So I I think Dallas will be second. I think there could be quite a bit of a gap between the first two and the bottom two teams. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think Dallas second. Which brings us to first place, and you've got, obviously – uh, the Eagles in that. Why do you think the Eagles yes. uh, again? Yeah. Well, again, coming off Super Bowl, they they looked amazing in the Super Bowl. They they could have easily have won it, and I don't think anyone would have been surprised. Jalen Hurts does look like the real deal. The one thing I will say is I think their schedule was like pathetic last year, yeah. and I think that needs to be acknowledged. Like how easy it was. You looked at it and you were like, yeah. "Are these guys ever going to lose a game?" Because it just yeah. it's going to be tougher. They got first place schedule. They're going to have tougher games. They got to play the AFC. Uh, I think they got to play the AFC East, which yeah, they got to play the AFC East, which is good again. Yep. Going to give you the Jets, Dolphins, Bills, and Patri- Patriots again. Yeah, they open against the Patriots this year, yep. Eagles. Um, I just think they got the weapons. I think Devontae Smith's going to take a big jump again because he's great. I think AJ Brown's great. That offensive line, the defensive line, getting Jalen Carter makes him even stronger. I just I just don't see again a team as confident as they are. They no one likes to play and they're tough, they're mean. Mm-hmm. Um and I just think Jalen Hurts is just gonna be continued to they're just gonna be able to kill you so many different ways that uh to me they're the favorites to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. So I'm gonna go with the Eagles for sure. Yeah, no, I agree with you on the repeat of that. And and obviously, you know, this is a team that was technically rebuilding in the past couple of years, who've still continued to make good key additions. Haven't been splashing the cash on Jalen Hurts like everyone else is is bankrupting themselves in the future. So I think financially they're doing okay. They haven't leveraged themselves. Um, again, the running game coupled with the running game of Jalen Hurts. You know, I've had him from the past few years in fantasy. 
uh, much to the chagrin of everyone else. Yeah, he's I, great. I had him last year. He's and great. I don't know if I would, uh, you know, it, but he's he's very good for that. So um, the whole team itself, and obviously there were some defensive issues when it came to the Super Bowl, but they, they filled a lot of those holes in. So the Eagles, as you, I agree with you, I don't think they're going to win as many games as they did last year based on the how tough the schedule is. I mean, you know, they've got, you know, Jets, um, Dolphins and, uh, you know, within two weeks and Chiefs within a period of four weeks. So that's a lot of game. That's a lot of tough games, you know, when you're when you're playing, um, you know, those guys. So I still think them being in first place, I, I think that it'll be them and San Fran in the in the NFC. But I think the division is comfortably well, not totally comfortable because I think Dallas will be close. Uh, but I've got the Philadelphia Eagles as well. That's what we got for our uh, we got. NFC East peak. Uh, and of course, it is fantasy season, folks. We, we've also got a pick 'em pool if you want to join. Uh, it's on Yahoo. Uh, we'll put a post up. You can join. It's a weekly pick 'em uh, against the spread. Lots of fun. We're doing this one for free. You're more than welcome to join. Folks, that is it for this edition of this NFL in London podcast. The game, the, the, the season is less than a week away, but Ryan and I will be back uh, with a few more podcasts before the season starts yeah. to give you our predictions uh, for the rest of the divisions as well. We'll be also doing a podcast in terms of. Uh, who we think is going to win it? We will do the podcast just before the season starts. Who do we think is going to win it? Folks, thanks a lot for listening uh, and appreciate uh, everyone being a part.